New York City, border to border and coast to coast. You're connected with Tom Sullivan. Yes, uh, you are. And thank you for connecting. Welcome to the big radio show. Happy Wednesday. Today is uh, the 6th of October, year of our Lord, 2021. It'll be the 6th all day. I'm looking around, and um, (laughs) I am reading about the offer by the Republicans to the Democrats to allow them to raise the U.S. uh, debt limit uh, on a normal process for, I don't know, I'm going, oh, who cares? Who cares? Look, at the debt limit thing, I... Uh, you would think we were at the end of the world. And it's serious. I mean, you don't want the U.S. to to, uh, default. Uh, uh, The headlines of Drudge show these dark clouds over the Capitol and uh, USA edges to default and Pentagon grave warning. McConnell supports raising debt limits. So it's just, I'm going, there's parliamentary procedures they're objecting to if you do it this way, then if you don't do it that way, and I'm just going, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Just do your job. Just before we get to that, though, we've got a shooting in um, Arlington, Texas, and at a high school where um, this, I, I, I found out about it. Oh my gosh, it was about three hours ago. It was around noon. And I thought, okay, so they have a shooting at a high school. I literally, before it would have dropped everything, oh my gosh, we got. And instead, it's becoming uh, where kids today are not getting in fights with their fists, they're getting in fights. A lot of them are carrying guns. And the, the story about this high school is that it's in a uh, hoity-toity nice area, and the people there I just couldn't imagine that it would happen here. I mean, this is a nice area. I mean, it's not over there in the ghetto or anything. This is like a nice area. Uh, I know. No, that's what they're saying. That's literally what they're reporting. So, uh, well, the parents, they're all in shock. Anyway, the shooting, um, uh, four people were shot. One of them is in surgery, so therefore listed in critical condition, 15-year-old boy. Uh, there was a 25-year-old uh, grazed, I guess. Must have been, I don't know, if a teacher or somebody that worked in the school. And then there were two other teenagers that have already been treated and released. So three of the four had been treated and released, and one of them, is in surgery. So if you're in surgery, they list you as critical. That doesn't mean uh, they don't. They don't. They're not saying if it's life or death. But I'm. I'm thinking. So the school has two thousand kids. This wasn't. I guess we we gotta have some sort of gradation going on shootings on well. And I I've told you before. It sounds morbid. It sounds cold, but at what number do you want the media to start reporting on a shooting somewhere? Is it, well, if one person gets shot, I mean, I, that that happens every 
couple hours in Chicago. I mean, it's just two. How about two? Two guys? Should, no, that's not good. Three, four. How about more than five? I mean, when do you when do you call it a mass shooting? When do you call it um, active shooter? And it literally does come down to the media does play a role in all this because of the fact that these people out there that are not right in the head, they are mentally ill, and and there's been a number of them, uh, of the ones that have lived, were looking for notoriety. So the more notoriety a, a shooting gets, the more some of these kids will think, I'm going to do that, I'm going to become famous. And this this isn't something new. I mean, it goes all the way back to uh, the guy Hinckley that they just released completely uh, after shooting Ronald Reagan forty years ago. So Hinckley's now released. He's I think in his sixties or something like that. But I I'm going. I don't know why they're releasing people who shoot presidents uh, ever. But he what he wanted was the notoriety to so that he could. Uh, hook up with Jody Foster. So is it say he had the same thing? He had that he wanted notoriety so he could become famous, so Jody Foster would know about him, and somehow there would be a love connection. I, I know that doesn't make any sense, but I don't think it makes any more sense with some of these kids that want notoriety and they shoot up other kids. Or it doesn't even have to be kids. Doesn't have to even be a school, but a school gets the media's attention. But this was four people, three of which have been in the hospital and out. I, I'm, I don't mean to understate it, but I, I got the feeling that they needed a Band-Aid and that was it. You know, like cutting your finger. Oh, I'll put a Band-Aid on it. Okay, now go home. And one kid to get shot. So was it a, an argument? I don't know. Was it a kid that a kid fighting another kid? Because they don't do it with fists anymore. They pull out a gun. I hate you. Boom. Is that what it is? That what it's coming down to? And should we report on these kinds of things? So, at what number do we report? I remember. We'll never forget where I was. Um, we were putting the rundown together in the morning for the show, um, and we uh, somebody came in and said, "Oh, uh, by the way, there's been a shooting at a at an elementary school in Connecticut." Elementary school. Okay, well, all right, let us know. We, we, how, what, do you know anything? No, no, we just know that somebody got shot. Okay, we didn't even put it on the rundown. And I was over um, taking care of an errand, and they had a TV set in this place where I was at. And uh, it was a shoe shine place. <laughs> Eddie's Shoe Shine. They're the greatest. So I'm sitting in Eddie's, and I'm getting my shoe shined. And they have a TV on, and up came the news. What was the number? Newtown, 20-some little children. At plus, what was it, four teachers. I mean, it just, it was, my jaw dropped. I could not believe it. So, uh, of, of course, that was the story of the day, and the next day, and the next day. So I don't know what to make of this. Um, the, the media was all over it. Fox was on it. CN, CNN, MSNBC. They had heli- everybody had their helicopters overhead. There was a ton of police. 
They interviewed all these people about school security and how the kids uh, go through this lockdown drill every month, and they go, they know how to do it with their eyes closed. And I, I don't know. I, I so that was the big story over the last couple of hours. Was a active shooter in Hills? Uh, what was it? Uh, Arlington, Texas. Uh, I I don't know. There's nothing to tell you. Other than maybe, oh, by the way, the kid was caught uh, two miles away at where I think where he lives or a friend lives. They found him. They found his car because they got a description. He ran from the school. Um, they somebody asked them uh, what kind of gun, and they said uh, they said forty five caliber, and then walked away. So we don't know. I, I'm presuming gun people help me out here. I I know there's. 45 caliber pistol and they're hard to hit the broad side of a barn with, but the, the army used to have those. They, they used to be standard issue. They're powerful, but uh, the accuracy was not all that great. So now 18 years old. So he's 18. So I guess um, he could buy a gun. This is Texas where uh, gun laws are um, very, very liberal. You can open carry if you want. You can do a lot of different things. So I think if you're 18, you can. The kid probably didn't have a record. So it's. I'm. I'm waiting for the. Um, well, who, we need to uh, pass some uh, background uh, checks. I mean, the, so I hope we. I hope that doesn't. It's getting to the point where something like this is almost reporting to you uh, there was a house fire yesterday afternoon in nowhere, Nebraska, and uh, the cat escaped the house. Everybody's fine, but the kitchen was damaged. Now, in other news, it's it's like who this isn't worthy of national coverage from every single network out there. Anyway, I hope we have moved past some of these uh, real tragic shootings. But I, 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 know, I know we're going to have them again. They come around every so often. So the other news, that's why I say the other, the only, I think maybe the reason why the networks were all over it was because of the fact that the only other news is, <laughs> is, is uh, well, Mitch McConnell has uh, decided to allow the Democrats uh, under a 10-day rule using a side issue under the auspices of government parliamentarian procedures. It's um, pretty boring. You want to hear some of that? They they cornered Manchin again today. He wasn't on uh, on the yacht. Nope. This are the reporters that circled him instead of the kayakers today. And uh, we have time for this. I think we do. Anyway, Manchin says uh, that he will not vote on a spending bill that is more than $1.5 trillion. My number has been 1.5. I've been very clear, and I think you all have gotten an outline of how I got to 1.5. I think it's very important we understand that we need to do a tax reform to make sure the wealthiest, they got the best advantages, the biggest advantages from the 2017 tax cuts pay their fair share. I think the corporations that 
enjoy this great country and the comfort and the protection of this great country pay their fair share. I think also we have to make sure that we're committed to children, children at the beginning of life that we can help them and also our seniors at the end of life that we can give them the dignity and the quality of life of living in your home if you desire to do that. These are all things we can set priorities. This is not a hard, this is not a heavy lift. Yeah. Yeah, the the, the yacht captain uh, is for kids, old people, puppies, and uh, rich people paying their fair share. Well, who can be against that? What? What's the fair share? I have no idea. We'll be right back. Yes, um, I, this is the third time I've called. Should I hold or what do I do? Yeah, so the good old boys in Washington are um, uh, Senator John Kennedy, who's about as good old as a good old boy can get, uh, just weighed in a few minutes ago with Martha McCallum on this on this big, big terrifying debt ceiling limit that they are not raising, but they want to raise. Here's, uh, here's John Kennedy. Okay. Well, I know what I think uh, at the moment, and I'll go into this more later, Martha. We, we have some folks uh, scurrying around like headless chickens. My position has not changed. Uh, my Democratic colleagues want to pass a, uh, a spending orgy reconciliation bill that would spend $4 trillion, raise $2 trillion worth of taxes, $2 trillion worth of new debt that would tax, spend, and regulate America into European neo-socialism. And I'm not for it. And I'm not going to vote for it. Now, to, to do that, they have to raise the debt ceiling. Raising the debt ceiling would not only raise the debt ceiling for past spending, but it would raise the debt ceiling for future spending. So they can't pass their bill without raising the debt ceiling. Senator Schumer has a very easy way of raising the debt ceiling with Democratic votes. All he's got to do is amend the budget resolution with Democratic votes. 50 votes plus the vice president. It's like Geico. It's so easy, even a caveman can do it. (laughs) He doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to put a specific amount on how much he wants to raise the debt ceiling. He wants a blank check. I am not going to vote. You can write this down and take it home to mama. I am not going to vote to give Senator Schumer a, a blank check. I'm with. Oh, part two. Okay, part two. All right. Let's, uh, let's I don't know firsthand. I haven't talked to every uh, one of my Democratic colleagues, but there are some who believe that Senator Schumer now has the votes to break the filibuster on the issue of raising the debt ceiling. Uh, and I don't know if that's true or not, but it obviously has some credibility among some people. Otherwise, you wouldn't have all this commotion. Uh, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it, it really is. It's a lot of commotion. 
and it's over. Uh, the Democrats can pass a bill that involves money with 50 votes plus the vice president. So why aren't they doing it? Because he does. Chuck Schumer doesn't want to put a number on how high he wants to raise a debt limit. And the Republicans are going, we don't want our fingerprints on that, even though they raised it last time and the time before that, in the last four years when, when Trump was in office, they raised a debt limit every year. And they both do it, but I don't know. Uh, Schumer's afraid of, of making the Democrats look like they are uh, all for spending. And I'm going, so, so what's new? And the Republicans are pretending they're not all for spending. That's what's going on. It's um, They're so dysfunctional. I, I, they cannot operate a, a small little storefront if they tried. They just are a bunch of buffoons. So that's, um, that's the latest there. I know. Is there anything that surprises you about that? I, and I guess um, I, I may be uh, sounding a little ornery about it, but it's not, I'm not ornery about that. I'm just ornery uh, about the Yankees. <laughs> I, just, I have to admit it. Or I have to admit it. Yes, Frank. Frank, take the take the orchestra and go head off someplace. You're not needed for another season. Did you see the Yankees Red Sox last night? And the guy that the Yankees paid thirty six million dollars a year, Garrett Cole. They were hitting off him like, um, yeah. Bob White sends me a, a, a email. Tom, Yankees. Been a Yankee fan since 1950. This is one of the seasons I hated to watch. Boone must go as he does not handle pitchers well, and I don't believe he inspires players no matter what they say. Yeah, so they're going to go after. I know the manager always gets far. I don't know if Boone's going to be around. But they need, uh, they need, they need some help. They need, there's, there's, there's shortages in the Yankees. So now, what do you do during baseball playoffs when the from New York City to the world Tom Sullivan here's the pitch and he swings and drives one to center field and deep Gardner going back looking up goodbye home runs Ender Bogarts two nothing Red Sox um, he hit it about you did not need no no really you did not need to play that you did not need to play that. That was uh, uh, totally out, 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 out. Uh, that was uh, that was. I don't. I, don't, I can't even express the words. Thirty-six million a year. Wouldn't you think at thirty-six million you should be at or near perfection? Thirty-six million, and they've been hitting off this guy like crazy. Uh. Hey, Alexander the Great, wasn't uh, Cole, uh, when he was with Houston, when, was that because the pandemic was throwing him off, was that two years ago when he was smoking the Yankees? Every time they played the Houston, Cole would go in there and he would, he would throw anything he threw was like some weird twisted ball nobody could hit. Where did that where did that go? He was throwing stuff 
really hard straight down the middle. All you had to do was hold your bat out and it would go into the into the bleachers. Oh uh, well. That's um that's that's um what do you do now? When the Yankees I'm serious, when the Yankees are not in the playoffs, because they usually are, uh what do you do what do you watch? What do you is there uh Andy Andy Griffith show reruns, I think. Uh, those are always usually pretty entertaining. Oh, man. Let's talk about this other uh, big fracas that's going on. I, I brought it up yesterday, but let me see if we can get some feedback from you guys on it. What is the... You, you see all the people that are... I saw a guy today being interviewed... Who was all upset about everything regarding the parents, and the parents have their rights to tell the school board what to do. And, and I thought, settle down, man. You need a chill pill big time. So I had my kids go through schools that uh, there was one incident many years ago that myself and a bunch of the other parents, we put together. I mean, it was great. It was uh, I was the media guy. There was a guy who was one of the more powerful lawyers in the area, uh, there was a guy who was a state senator. There was a guy. They, these are all dads that had kids in my my kids' class, and they um, they had this great teacher that was. The kids were motivated. They were interested. They were working on their schoolwork. She was young. She was great. Anyway, I forget what the deal was. Some politics got involved, and they way well, they fired her. And we went and said, no, 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 you don't understand how good she was. So we put together a group of parents, pretty powerful people, and we went in to talk to the superintendent of schools. He wasn't going to see us until he found out that we were going to raise a ruckus, and I started talking about it on the air. And, okay, 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 well, me, I've never, ever been in a situation where he sat there and and he had, of course, his, his lieutenants with him. And they sat there, and it was like they were almost uh, wrapping their their fingernails on the desk going, um, can we get through this? We're very busy. We're very important school people. Uh, we're, we're at the top of the bureaucracy chain here. Don't you know who we are? And uh, can you basically, you know, if you parents would – leave us alone to let us run the schools, it sure would be a lot better for us. Why don't you just run along? And it was going, I've never been against such a stone wall in my life. So the place to go is not to the, the, the bureaucracy in, in uh, schools. It's to go to the school boards. They are elected by the people. And if you really want to get their attention, I, I, I've seen all these these uh, people standing on chairs and they come in with homemade signs and they're all upset about something. And um, that's fine. I don't have any problem with any of that. Good, good for them. But you really want to get their attention is start doing a GoFundMe page to raise money to... Uh, get somebody to run against them and, and raise campaign money for their opponent and have them lose their little cherished school board seats. Most people don't have any idea who they're voting for. You know, okay, here's president. Okay, there's Trump. There's Biden. I know who I'm going to vote for there. And there's, uh, 
Then there's the governor's race. Yeah, I know who I'm going to vote for there. And you get down to uh, the fire district and the school board, and you have, who are these people? You have no idea. So it's really, but if you can raise some money and put up like a thousand signs for somebody all through the neighborhood, because school districts aren't all that big. You can you can bounce those people out of there. And then all the other board members will go, ooh. And they may start paying attention to you. You've got to go get them get their attention. And going into the to the um the bureaucracy of schools, uh, they they literally think that you are um a pain in the posterior. And would you please leave so I can get back to doing what I do, which is nothing. So now the now the big fuss is uh, front page of the New York Post today shows a bunch of parents standing on chairs with signs, and they said something to the effect of, are, are these the terrorists? Because yesterday I mentioned, it happened late yesterday in the show, the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, is focusing his attention on people that are threatening school boards. He doesn't have a legal leg to stand on. Here's uh, cut 14, Andy McCarthy, former DOJ lawyer, says the Democrats are wielding their power now that they are in power. What progressives do when they get in power is use the levers of power to intimidate people. So they know they have no valid federal claim here, but they're threatening to investigate people. Yeah. There is no valid federal claim. There isn't one. So they're tr- so what they're going to do is have the FBI get involved and local uh, authorities and see what they can do by looking. At- well, let me let me let me find. Um, I, I, I kind of experienced this. In fact, I, I've experienced it very clearly. Any of us that are in the public eye uh, will get people that uh, send you uh, hate email, whatever. You know, I don't like you, and your mother wears combat boots, and okay, great. I, I Fine. I got thick skin. But there are different levels of if you want to, if you want to call uh, the school board and say, I don't agree with you, and I hate you, and I don't like you, and you're terrible people, okay. I don't have a problem with that. You want to stand up on a chair? And have a sign and yell and scream. I, I, I don't care. The difference is, and I've experienced this, most of us in the business have, where somebody says, I'm going to kill you. If you don't change, I am going to kill you. And death threats are a whole different thing than somebody calling or sending an email saying, I don't like you. And every time, whenever I've had a death threat, I can assure you they are forwarded to law enforcement. And there have been more than one person that have had a visit, a knock on their door from law enforcement. One guy in particular was, uh, was arrested. I'll give you the story behind that when we come back. So I don't blame parents for protesting against the school boards, but is Merrick Garland talking about the people that are just yelling, or is he talking about going after people 
that are threatening them. Criminal threats. 855-295-6600. Hey, hi, Tom. Listened oh, almost 20 years and have never once called or emailed you. Well, what took you so long? <laughs> You're... Excuse me, I was in the middle of watching an Andy Griffith rerun. What's wrong? What 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 happened to nice wasn't that a nice wholesome television show? Nah, wholesome doesn't play anymore. All right, Andy. All right, go go back to Mayberry and, and do what you do. Say hi to Aunt B for me. So this business about I know, golly. Who uh, wasn't wasn't that? And he went on to become uh, uh, Gomer Pyle and all that stuff. So there was quite a few spinoffs from that. Anyway, back to the subject at hand. So there's a big ruckus now because of the fact that Merrick Garland said the DOJ is going to be looking into these uh, protests against school boards. And I, I would love to know. I will never know. But deep in the bowels of the Department of Justice. Are they actually drawing lines about we're not going to go after people that are standing on chairs with hand uh, homemade signs, but we're going to go after the people that are th- literally threatening these people, criminal threats. And if, if that's the case, then I'm all for it, because I certainly appreciated law enforcement coming in whenever somebody would uh, threaten to kill me. I was... Pretty darn happy that law enforcement said, sure, we'll be right on it. I had a guy, uh, I got an envelope in the mail and opened it, and it was full of white powder. And um, uh, Bush was president. George W. was president at the time. Apparently, he sent me a letter with this white powder, it, no, it wasn't anthrax. But it was just after around that anthrax period. Um, and then um, he also apparently sent to the White House one as well with white powder. And they prosecuted him not for uh, sending it to the White House. They, the feds prosecuted the guy, and he got a pretty long jail sentence. He was put away for a long, long time. Uh, but he... Uh, he, he the reason why they used the letter that he sent to me was that he threatened to kill me and my family. And that apparently is the, that language in that letter that he sent to me was enough to put him uh, behind prison walls for a long time. You would, I thought, really, why didn't you go? I mean, the one after that he sent to the president and he was a crazy guy. Actually, he was a, a very smart, intelligent, educated guy but was uh, at, at a wire loose and thought it would be uh, smart to send a, 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 an envelope with a threatening letter in it uh, with pa- white powder in it. Oh, oh the nightmare. This, I, so I was at my business office. He sent it to my business office at the time, and uh, when, uh, when I opened the letter, I told my secretary, I said, hey, look, look at this. <laughs> she goes, oh. 
So she says we need to notify the cops. So she called, and the police immediately responded, and they came in uh, in moon suits. They had a whole bunch. I mean, there was a bunch of people in moon suits, and they came into my office, shut down my business for the day. Everybody had to be tested. We all had the county department of health came over and gave us all tests to see if we had anthrax. It, it, it shut down the business for the entire day, uh, all because of this doofus sending a threatening letter with some white powder in it. I forget what it was, baking soda or something like that. But I was surprised when they prosecuted him on the letter because he didn't threaten Bush's life or his family. He threatened my life and my family. So that was uh, that. That was good enough for the uh, for the feds. So my point out of all of this is, I just. I see the the ruckus, and I don't know if it's because of the fact that this kind of we're we're in this slow news cycle, and the only other thing to report on is the parliamentary procedures of of the debt uh, raising the debt limit, and uh, people are going, oh yeah, what, what have we got here? Well, let's do the let's do the story on these people that are standing. And if I may, for those of you that do want to go. And stand on the chairs and yell and scream at the top of your lungs at the and, and bring homemade signs at the school board. Uh, you know, knock your socks off. Go for it. Uh, you have every right to do that. And I think in the, in this country where you can stand up and say, I don't like you, President. I don't like you, Governor. I don't like you, school board member. They're all elected by us. You have the right to tell them so. I just don't think standing on chairs is uh, is that effective. You want to be effective? You really want to get their attention? Go raise some money and or get somebody who will run against them that and and vet that person to make sure that they don't have some crazy past and get them to run and you will fund and hire a, a professional campaign manager and do it right. And and spend money on signs and advertising and radio and television in your community. That's the way to get their attention. And if if they don't hear you, uh, the others on the board will. And if they don't hear you, then you vote them out. I mean, this is the the beauty of our country is the power of the people and the ability for us to vote people out. And I, that uh, is is a right that you have. That um, I, I I'm not sure if these school board people even want to put up with that sort of thing. I they'll they'll put up with you screaming at them, but I'm not sure if they they just may resign if you run somebody with a really good campaign and well funded. Takes money, so you got to go raise it from. Uh, like I said. If you don't have a bunch of rich people in your school, then you better go get um, a GoFundMe page going and go and go after these people. But this is um, the very latest. Um, here's a. I ran across this lady. Her name is um, where'd she go? No, oh, cut sixteen. Astra Nomani, and so she's all on this. But I looked up who the heck is this lady? She, that's all she does is go from one um, cultural issue to another. She's kind of like a professional griper. Anyway, here's Asra 
defending the parents. It's unconscionable that the Federal Bureau of Investigation should even spend a minute thinking about us. We all reject violence, and all we want is to protect our kids, because we are parents. We are mama bears and papa bears. We are not domestic terrorists. Oh, oh, that's so nice. Uh, What's your next big uh, cultural uh, thing that bothers you that you're good. She starts these organizations. I forget what it, what it was. Parents defending education. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a huge group. It's all of it's one. It's her. I'm all for parents. Don't take don't take my message wrong. I'm all for parents defending their children's education, and I'm all for parents telling the school board exactly how they feel. I'm just telling you that raising cane by lifting signs isn't going to do it. And if you threaten them, the cops are going to get involved and you're going to get arrested. So be smart about going after your school board.